Mm -hmm. Honestly, I like wearing a mask sometimes because it hides my facial expressions. And I make a lot of faces when people annoy me, which is consistently when I'm at work. So. <laughs> you don't say, Jamie. <laughs> this is Almost Prepared, the podcast where you'll laugh, you'll learn and get through life one day at a time with Jamie and Victoria. Okay, so I'm admitting defeat. At the end of our last podcast, I said that I was going to put up on our Facebook page. If people think that it's weird to watch TV while you're in the shower, and uh, <laughs> apparently it's weird to some people. So yeah, it's pretty weird. You got called out so hard by Kyle. I know. <laughs> so hard. Don't call me out on my own page. Do that in private. I just love it so much because it's so something Garrett would do. Garrett would so call me out on something if he heard yeah. if I heard heard me say something that was totally off. Yeah, we got great partners there. <laughs> <laughs> it's so nice. Thank you so much for the support. Yeah, love it. So I also want to say I think that we are kind of mind readers. Remember a couple weeks ago we were talking about if they were giving away free beer, men would be lining up to get their COVID vaccination shots. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. After we talked about that, you sent me a TikTok talking about how in uh, one state they're going to be giving away guns to some people in order to get their vaccinations. Yeah, you if you as soon as you get your vaccine, you are entered into a lottery to win a gun and like a bunch of other prizes and stuff too. Mm -hmm. But Jamie, the newest thing now is in Alberta. If you are vaccinated, you can enter to win a million dollars. I saw that. Same with Manitoba too. And I guess it's a way to get more people to get their vaccinations because over there, I guess you guys are the most resistant in order to get the vaccinations. Are we surprised? <laughs> oh, no, not in, not in the least. But You I know why, though? I think it's because I honestly, this is just me speculating, but in a month from now, they want the Calgary Stampede to be a go. Right. But we need a certain number of people to be vaccinated, a certain percentage mm. of people to be vaccinated in order for that to happen. So I think this is trying to insensitize people to get their vaccines for a chance to win a million dollars. And then the Stampede can also go on. Right. Because it comes down to money because they know the Stampede brings in a lot of people and a lot of money. Oh, a lot of money, a lot of tourism. It's mm -hmm. huge for our economy. If a lot of people are getting vaccinated, Mm -hmm. Do you think that they're still going to feel comfortable enough to go to something like the Calgary Stampede where they know there's going to be a lot of people there? I don't know. Like, even when they're like, okay, like, you don't need to wear a mask anymore because, mm -hmm. you know, we're all vaccinated. I still don't know if I feel comfortable going out in public without a mask yet. It's kind of become a part of our life in a little bit. And they're talking about Saskatchewan being restriction-free come July 11th. Wow. And I'm thinking, oh, that's great. But then my anxiety flares up because I'm like, wait, crowds of people, people are gross. They're going to stop washing their hands. They're going to stop sanitizing. I feel like I have to wear a mask the entire time just to feel comfortable. Well, especially working in the restaurant industry, would you feel comfortable going up to tables and tables not wearing a mask? No, which is weird to say because we all want things to go back to normal. Yeah. And honestly... <laughs> Mm -hmm. Honestly, I like wearing a mask sometimes because it hides my facial expressions. And I make a lot of faces when people annoy me, which is consistently when I'm at work. So. <laughs> you don't say, Jamie. <laughs> 
No, I kind of like it too, especially this may sound bad, but living in a small town, you know how it is. You mm-hmm. grocery shop, you get in and you get out with a mask on, right? Yeah. In a small town, if you don't have a mask on and you see someone, you could end up chatting with them for like a half an hour. And sometimes right. I'm like, listen, I just got to go. Like I'm in here for just like a bread and bananas. Like I, I got to go. So with a mask on, I feel like you can kind of hide yourself and be like, do, 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 do. I get it. We're hoping for everything to be restriction free and mask free and kind of go back to normal. But a small part of me is like, well, I did like some parts of being socially distant and staying away from people. So I guess we'll see how it goes moving forward. And please still wash your hands. (laughs) Let's, (laughs) Let's just make this a thing that'll last forever. Let's get personal, personal. Let's get personal, personal. Okay, Jamie, you know, this is one of my favorite parts of the show. Mm -hmm. My question for you today is what is the worst food you have ever tried? Recently, I tried water chestnuts for the first time. Okay, can you explain what is that just like a regular chestnut in water? I I don't even know. (laughs) Someone was making it for me. They made bacon wrapped water chestnuts. They're like, oh, try it. You're going to like it. I'm like, okay, for sure. And everyone else around me is like, oh my gosh, it's just so amazing. And I just look at him. It's like, yeah. <laughs> and you didn't have the mask on to be able to hide your facial expression yeah. when you're eating this. Um, yeah, that's probably the most recent thing that I've eaten that I just thought was filthy, disgusting. You know, if we're talking gross foods, olives, mushrooms, blue cheese. Olives are so good. I think that must be a white people thing because I've what? never seen a black person eat olives willingly. I've never what? seen it. Never. Oh, come on. Do you think we had olives in my house? Not once. Oh my God. We don't drink martinis either. So I, no, on my nachos, not a chance. On my pizza, really? get out of here. No. No, in a salad? Disgusting. Oh my gosh. That's real. Okay. Interesting. So water chestnuts, olives, blue cheese, which I feel you. Blue cheese mm-hmm. is just nasty. Yeah. What was the other one? Mushrooms. Mushroom. Okay, I can see like why you don't like mushrooms, but I'm I'm still a fan of mushrooms. Some sauteed mushrooms with a steak. Mm, So good. Mushrooms are literally fungus. They can grow out of your bath mat. Why? Why in the world would I want to eat that? Grow out of your bath mat. That is one nasty ass bath mat. If you are growing mushrooms out of it, okay. We have to have a chat if that is what's growing out of your bath mat. It's not on my bath mat. I've seen it before. Just not interested. My question for you, and you don't have to answer it if you don't want to. What is one habit that your partner has that drives you crazy? Oh, I can think of a million off of the top of my head, Jamie. What do you mean? I don't want to answer this question. This is my favorite question of life. Tell me. (laughs) It's been a long pandemic. Okay. (laughs) Let's go down the list then. Go ahead. Okay. I think my number one, what are we calling this? You can call it pet peeves. My number one pet peeve that Garrett does is leaving dishes on the counter when he could just put them in the dishwasher. Oh my gosh. Kyle does this too, oh Victoria. I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand. Mm-hmm. I don't. And I usually he will put his plate right above the dishwasher, literally mm-hmm. right above the dishwasher. And I'm like, you know, that dishwasher is empty. And he's just like, oh yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. put it in there. Put it in there. Let's go. 
<laughs> that is my number one pet peeve. Is it just involuntary? I just don't think he thinks about it. He just doesn't take that extra step. To put it in the dishwasher. Yeah. To me, though, putting the plates in the dishes in the sink, though, would drive me more insane. I literally had this conversation with Kyle a couple months ago because he leaves his dishes beside the sink. And sometimes he'll rinse it and put it there or he'll take a cup and he'll put it there. He's like, oh, I'm not done with it. And I'm like, no, just a random cup sitting on the counter. That's so infuriating to me. No, I totally hear you. And I know that Garrett probably has a million pet peeves mm -hmm. about me. Like I'm terrible with glasses. I will bring six glasses out of our bathroom. And Garrett's like, are you crazy? Like every time I go and get a drink, I get a new glass. I'm getting better. Like I'll try to use the same glass every single time, but he's like, you're nuts. And I'm like, I know. So between that and then the dishes on the counter, just, I feel like maybe we just equal each other out. So you're both monsters essentially. Okay, yeah, got it. We're both crazy. <laughs> What would you do if you ever found a hair in your food? I would be a little grossed out for two seconds, and then I would just get the server to get the cooks to remake my food. Yeah. A new survey has found that a lot of us would just power right through it. Really? Just over, yes. Just over <laughs> half of people said that they'd stop eating immediately and either send it back or just mm -hmm. not eat. But more than a third of us would just keep eating. I kind of get that because you have a dog and I have a cat and you know, they leave hair everywhere. Um, so, you know, there's been times where I'm sure Claire's hair has been in your food. Every day. Exactly. When you find the hair, you don't stop eating. You continue, you take it out and you keep on going. So I kind of get it from that aspect, but I would never keep powering through it though fully. I couldn't do that. I think it depends too on the hair. <laughs> I think it's going to gross <laughs> Wait, people out a lot. Like if it is like a little piece of fluff hair, mm -hmm. like a little, like, like my dog's hair, I'm like, fine. But if it's like a long ass strand of hair. Ugh. I was thinking of where the hair came from. So I'm like, are you talking about pubic hair? Oh my God. No, I'm not talking about that. I have that commercial song stuck in my head every day. It's a really good song. <laughs> it honestly sounds like it's from a musical. I know. Um, just but a cube. <laughs> I hate sending things back at restaurants. I'm not a fan of doing it. Like, I just feel like they're going to do something even worse to my food. <laughs> well, hairs are 99% of the time, they're not intentional. As someone who's worked in restaurants, I hate it when people don't send their food back if there's a problem with it. You're coming to the restaurant to enjoy yourself and your time and your meal. So why would you not want to enjoy the food that you're ordering? You're still paying for it. And I can't mm -hmm. help you if you don't tell me what's wrong with it, you know? Yeah, no, totally. Has anyone ever blamed you and said it's your hair in their food? Luckily, because I have <laughs> short black hair. I know. <laughs> your, Jamie's hair is like literally an inch. <laughs> yeah, it's never my hair that's found in people's food. It's always women's hair. It's always long strands mm -hmm. of hair and whatnot. Although it has happened before, and I know people do this, when they purposely take one of their hairs and they put it in the food in order to not pay for it. Oh, gross. That happens quite a bit, to be honest. Really? Yeah, it happened recently at my work because it, there was three guys working that day and we all have short hair. They pulled out this long strand of brown hair and I literally said to them, like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry, but no one working today has long brown hair. Was that person shocked? Well, they were. They thought that we were going to comp it for them. And I'm like, well... I can't say you did this, but mm -hmm. I mean, you and I both know, like, look at my hair. It ain't me. 
you know, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I can respect the scam and the hustle, you know, it's a pandemic. <laughs> you do what you got to do. Times are tough. I understand that. <laughs> I can respect the hustle. Oh my God. <laughs> Okay, stories like this really just make me mad because I like to think that I have a pretty good sense of fashion. And then I see stuff like this, which is perfect for you, but the Crocs phenomenon. What do you mean it's perfect for me? And then you start the next <laughs> sentence with Crocs. I, what do you mean, <laughs> Jamie? You're like, oh, listen, I think I have a pretty good sense of style. Mm, you, though, on the other hand, Crocs. What? Do you not own a pair of Crocs? No, I don't own a pair of Crocs. But you've worn Crocs before. Yes. There you go. <laughs> My mom has a pair and they're really damn comfy, okay? And that's fine. That's fine. I understand why the Crocs phenomenon continues, but it's getting mm -hmm. worse in my eyes because the brand Balenciaga, <laughs> they're now going to be selling stiletto Crocs. Okay, first of all, Balenciaga sounds way too fancy to be the owners of Crocs. I think they're all just getting in on the trend because Crocs are crazy popular. Everybody likes the comfort and no one seems to care about how they really look. So they're more or less just regular Crocs. They got a really massive high heel on the back. It's part of their 2022 spring collection. And they're estimating that it's going to sell around for $850. One pair of Crocs heels for $850. They're Balenciaga. I don't care that they're $850 for a pair of Crocs. Are yeah. you kidding me? Yeah, I want you to Google the Balenciaga Crocs and see what they look like. They are One legitimately second. so ugly. Okay, it literally just looks like a regular Croc mm -hmm. with, it looks like a nail or like a screw is just like screwed into it. Into the That's back. the heel part. Mm -hmm. That's hideous. Yeah. Hideous. $850 for that? Are you kidding me? I'm more shocked that they made stilettos out of Crocs, but I know that people are going to buy this. It's going to sell out the second it hits the market. It's no, it's not, Jamie. I have faith in our human population that this is not going to sell out. Can we make a bet on this? Yes. Can we? Because I guarantee these are going to sell out in a day when they come out. No, <laughs> this is not going to sell out. If this sells out, I will be shook because this is the ugliest shoe I've ever seen. Have you not seen anything that Kanye West puts out that's super ugly and sells within a day? And oh, but another person? this croc shoe takes the cake. I mean, that is ugly. The one I just saw was neon green. You're going to look like Barney walking down the street with your green croc stilettos on. Are you kidding? <laughs> with the vaccine numbers on the rise and COVID slowly going down, more and more people are going to be getting out in public and touching and mingling. And, you know, some people are all about let's get back to normal life. Let's get back to hugging each other again mm -hmm. and doing handshakes and stuff. But do you feel comfortable with that yet? It depends on who's around me, who I would be touching or anything like that. You know, mm -hmm. there's parts of me be like, oh, I want to get back. I want to hug people. And then other parts of me have say, can I please win the gun in that vaccine lottery so people can stay away from me? Oh my God, that's... <laughs> okay, you took it to a whole nother... <laughs> Victoria, I really just... This pandemic made me realize how much I don't like people, mm. you know? Oh, you're, you want to win that gun, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> you understand why. Yeah, you get it. <laughs> 
Well, a lot of conferences now have started using colored wristbands as a way to let people know what they're okay with, what kind of physical contact they're okay with, and what kind of physical contact they're not okay with. So if you choose a red wristband, it means, listen, stay six feet away from you. I don't want to touch anyone or anything. Mm -hmm. Yellow means touching elbows is okay, which I think is so fucking weird, by the way. Like when people are like, hey. No, no. (laughs) Sorry. I feel like if you were to touch elbows with me, I would immediately go get a red wristband. (laughs) (laughs) Back the fuck off. My elbows are so pointy too. Like someone may lose an eye if like my elbows go flying. Okay. And the green one means you're okay with things like handshakes, high five and hugs. Okay. Let's remind you that this is at a conference. Okay. Mm-hmm. At a conference, do you need to be hugging and kissing each other on cheeks and doing high fives and stuff? It no, like I feel like cheek you're kissing, but yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> everyone at a conference needs to be in the red wristband, you know? I mean, I think it's something that's really smart for a conference because there are some people that are really affectionate and will go in for a hug and whatnot versus a mm. handshake. Now, I think this would be cool if we could implement this system into everyday life or like if you're at a club or something, be like, red guys, just everyone stay away from me. Don't touch me. At the grocery store, you get the red wristband and be like, guys, I want this aisle to myself while I'm here. Back up. Have you heard of those parties where you're given a different solo cup and it tells you if you're single, taken, or like ready to mingle? That's what it kind of reminds me of. Mm -hmm. The level of comfort you are at. Yeah, I was thinking for a second you were talking about swingers parties where they put the big bowl of the (sighs) the keys in the bowl. I'm like, I don't know what kind of party y'all going to over there in Alberta. (laughs) (laughs) No, not that kind of party, Jamie. Would you be okay if these wristbands got implemented into more everyday life? Yeah, I actually think it's a really good idea. I don't know how you would implement it, though. Maybe just like putting a color on everyone's door. (laughs) Yeah, or a divider. Just get like those dividers to just sit between people and be like, here you go. Y'all get your space. And then if you want to touch me, go ahead. That sounds dirty. If you want to give me a high five, that's better. That's so interesting. So if you want to learn more about this, it's a company called Social Bands, and they started selling these wristbands last year. And the Wall Street Journal just did a big, big story on them this week. And they're becoming more and more popular at events like weddings and conferences and stuff like that. Weddings would be good too, because you know, there's a lot of aunts and uncles who like to go in for kisses and hugs. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people nowadays do not like to be touched before Mm -hmm. the pandemic even. So it's kind of nice to let people have those boundaries too. Yeah. My wedding would be completely red bands everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Even you and Kyle, you're both in a red band. I'll stay six feet away from you. Yeah, just don't touch. I know this is our wedding, but no. (laughs) I look too good right now. (laughs) Oh my God, I'm showing up in some Crocs. No, no. (laughs) Offer rescinded, podcast canceled, no wedding happening. Oh my gosh! No way! Say what? This can't be real. Okay, so I don't know a lot about politics, but you tell me if you think this is a good campaign, okay? Okay. There's a campaign strategy right now from an OnlyFans star. Uh, She's running for office in Mexico, and one of her campaign promises is boobs for ballots. She, (laughs) She is promising free boob jobs for all women, 
Now, female cancer survivors, they're going to get first dibs, but essentially, she wants to give every woman the opportunity to go get a breast augmentation. Back it up here. If she gets in office, <laughs> mm-hmm. she's saying that every single woman in Mexico mm-hmm. will get a free boob job. Mm-hmm. If they want to. Wouldn't that be like a billion dollars? Easily. Like, isn't Mexico one of... Uh, the population of Mexico City alone is... Mil- isn't it one of the largest cities in the world? Don't a lot of people go to Mexico to get cheaper plastic surgery? Yeah, no, I've heard of that. Yep. So maybe, you know, doing that for millions of people won't cost the city or that much. Maybe some of her campaign <laughs> slogans are tits for every woman. Uh, <laughs> with me, your vote counts for two. And <laughs> because oh a God. woman with tits is an empowered woman. And it's given her a boob up on her political rivals. Oh my, are people loving this or are people like, no? They're loving it. They're supporting it. And I think it's because it's female based. Oh my God. And I bet the men are like, yeah. (laughs) I know. They're like, what's the downside? Every woman's going to be able to get a boob job. Cool. (laughs) I don't know how I feel about this. Would you not vote for her? I am all about do whatever you want to do, whatever makes you happy. Mm -hmm. But this is a lot of money. Like I'm thinking of like the economy of Mexico. Like this is Mm -hmm. just, this is taxpayers dollars. (laughs) And would I be happy if my tax money went towards people's boob jobs? Probably not. Would you be happy? I would be happy for women who, as like they said, are are cancer survivors and breast reductions because people always forget about that too. So for them, I'm like, yeah, literally for me, Victoria, I would get zero benefit out of this. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. (laughs) Like you would get zero. It would just be your taxpayers dollars going towards boob jobs. Well, I don't pay my taxes already, so I guess it's not a huge deal. (laughs) (laughs) No, I wouldn't support it because it just it affects one singular party and has no benefit to me in any way. But if you want to get your boobs done, you know where to go. Talk to me after kids and after breastfeeding, and then maybe I'll be like, yo, (laughs) hook me up. I'm moving to Mexico. (laughs) You're like, boobs for everyone, please. (laughs) And now it's time for five random random facts. Employees at Disney parks aren't allowed to point with one finger because it could be seen as a negative gesture by people from other countries. So they'll always point with two fingers. I think that's pretty self-aware of them to know that they're going to have people from all over the world. But that's just weird if you're pointing with two fingers. When you do that, you look like um, like one of those people that back those planes that's in. That's airplane. Yeah, air- <laughs> yeah totally. Let's <laughs> go. Uh, number two, elephants only need two hours of sleep a day, which is the least of any mammal. Which shocks me because they're one of the biggest mammals. So you'd think that they would need so much sleep because they need so much energy just to move a foot. Pinball machines were illegal in Oakland, California from the 1930s through to 2014. Why yeah. illegal? I don't know. Okay, so I looked it up and apparently they were banned in a lot of places because they believed that it robbed kids of their hard-earned money and they didn't want kids to be losing their money. That's so... Then you might as well ban like candy and clothes and anything else that kids would spend their money on. Oh my god, video game arcades. Literally where you're putting in to pay. Americans. 
Silly string was originally created in the 1970s when a chemist was trying to invent a spray-on cast. Crayola is a mix of two French words, cray, which means chalk, and oligiu, something French that I can't pronounce, which means oily. So they combined it together. To get Crayola. They took a small part of the word I can't say. You just want me to say the word again. I just want you to say the word again. <laughs> yeah, she's full of stunts and tricks, not this time. <laughs> this has been today's edition of... One, two, three, four, five. Random. 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 Facts. So as things are slowly opening up again and people are getting vaccines, there's still time for really weird trends. Now, have you seen the latest one for watermelon? People are putting mustard on them. Oh, gross. Gross. Have you also seen people are putting cinnamon on their watermelon, which I haven't tried yet, but I that is something I would try. The mustard mm-hmm. in the watermelon, gross. You know, and I, I don't mean to blame white people. Thank you so much for listening to our show. I really appreciate it. But you know, a white person is the first person that came up with this nonsense. The mustard or the cinnamon or both? <laughs> I think both, honestly. Oh my God. Y'all like to put weird stuff on your food <laughs> and weird stuff in your mouth. And you're talking to someone whose family weird, is from Africa. <laughs> weird stuff in our mouth. Okay, pickles on a table are not weird, Jamie. You know, I'm learning so much about your culture. I'm just learning all about you, how you guys do things. I know, we're weird, eh? Yeah. So please don't put mustard on your watermelon. Please don't put pickles on the table. That's all I ask of you, Okay. <laughs> Actually, I'm going to try mustard on my watermelon because we have a big ass watermelon over on the counter right now. Mm -hmm. And I will let you know if it's good or not. I don't believe you're going to try this. I really don't. I'll Snapchat you, Jamie. I promise you I will try this. Okay. And then save it in your Snapchat so we can post it on Facebook so everyone can see it. Okay. Deal. Don't believe it. Okay. We'll talk to you later. (laughs) 